Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome in to WIP Afternoon Show. I'm Broads. Hanging out with you for the next four hours. That's right. Ben Kenny producing today's show. Happy President's Day, everybody. The crew is off, so I'm stepping in, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. And we got some great guests lined up as well. At 3 o'clock, Clay Harbor, who played in the NFL, he's going to join us so we can pick his brain on what's happening with the Philadelphia Eagles as we gear up for some free agency, the draft, and, of course, when we look back at the disaster that was. And at 5 o'clock, you ready for this? Because there's nothing better than this voice. We got Dan Baker getting us ready for some Phillies baseball. So it's going to be fantastic. The NBA All-Star Weekend was definitely a hot topic. But where we begin today is with your baseball team and sort of with your football team. I want to really take a deep dive with both head coaches, the manager and the head coach of the football team, and put them underneath the microscope and really dissect who they are and what they can be. And really, the question is, when you look at both of them, who do you trust more right now? For me, it's simple, because if you're somehow lower than Nick Sirianni, I don't know how that's even possible. I am so confused and almost out on Sirianni that it's really impossible to fall underneath. But there are a lot of fans out there that are willing to give him an opportunity based off of the track record, knowing his first year he went 9-8 and eight and made the postseason, which was a good step, and then following that up with the Super Bowl run and only two quarters away from hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. So there are fans that really love Nick Sirianni and think that he can do wonders as Mr. CEO. But let's get to Rob Thompson. Because the more and more you look at some crucial decisions, you can make the argument that that may have been what was the downfall. Now, maybe not. Maybe it's just the Houston Astros were better, right? When it's all said and done, the no-hitter, pulling Zach Wheeler, is it just strictly the Houston Astros were better? Or did you really mess it up by putting your fingerprints all over it? I know that there's fans out there that don't like the lineup every day, screaming about Kyle Schwarber, thinking if Rob Thompson elected to maybe go conventional, put Trey Turner up at the top, put Bryson Stott up at the top, so then Kyle Schwarber could bat either clean up or he can bat fifth, which then he would knock in more runs with his homers, and maybe that's what you view is the difference, so you are angry towards Rob. But the number one issue with what happened last year when strictly looking at the manager had to be game four, NLCS, 
and you go to Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell, going to him was a killer decision, and you cannot say the Diamondbacks were better than the Phillies. You could say the Astros were the year they lost in the World Series, but that was the Phillies series to be had, and that was a series-changing moment that your manager failed. And the crazy part is, and we're going to listen to Rob Thompson in just one second, the crazy part is he doubled down on the decision not too long ago. Take a listen to what Rob Thompson said over this past week. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, I would label myself a Rob Thompson guy. So by no means am I crushing him insanely. What I'm doing, though, is I am just giving you all of the information. I'm giving you the data. That was a serious issue. And my question becomes, when you look ahead and you project Rob Thompson on the biggest stage this upcoming year, because I demand them to make another run, as we all do. We expect them to be playing in an NLCS in the World Series. And these situations are going to pop up again. And do you trust Rob Thompson that he can handle that situation properly so we are not heartbroken and in this disgusting feeling because I got to be honest that NLCS game four moment everything afterwards I was numb I couldn't even enjoy the experience anymore because that broke me in such a way that I was over it and I can compare that to the Eagles a little bit the moment Nick Sirianni got annihilated by Kyle Shanahan and that 49ers team I was broken and I knew that the rest of the season was history so that's how this ties together these are two of the most important people in this town in regards to our sports teams and there are definitely areas of concern but I definitely have way more trust in Rob Thompson but that was brutal and my biggest problem with that entire sequence was less about going to Craig Kimbrell there and more about how you even backed yourself into a corner to have to utilize Craig Kimbrell what I mean is if you remember how that series played out you actually had an advantage going into game four 
the Arizona Diamondbacks had to throw a bullpen game. You were on Christopher Sanchez. So you didn't have your ace. You didn't have your second guy in Arenola. It wasn't Ranger Suarez. I'm aware that Christopher Sanchez isn't some wow type of guy. But when you compare it to a bullpen game, it is still an advantage for me. And it looked like Rob was willing to give up that advantage and make it more of an even playing field. So after you yank at 38 pitches... And Sanchez, after getting a ground out, you make the decision after two and a third innings, Hoffman goes one and a third. Strom goes one inning. Sir Anthony goes one and a third. Soto one and a third. Kirkering gets in there, and obviously it was maybe a little too new to him. Maybe the moment was a little too big for him on that stage. Hey, Kirkering, we like your stuff. Go out there. By the way, it's the NLCS, and we're trying to get to the World Series. It's a very tough ask. But you utilized all of your pen when maybe, even if it's one arm, all it took was one arm so you didn't have to rely on Craig, whether it's Soto, whether it's Dominguez. We needed one arm. So if you were willing to allow the leash for Christopher Sanchez to expand, maybe we're not even screaming about Craig Kimbrell as much as we are. And I do think it's interesting considering Craig is no longer in this clubhouse That tells me Rob truly does believe it because if he was just pretending because Craig is still here and he wants to show belief in his guys and he wants to keep that locker room or that clubhouse culture together and he stands up for his dudes, then fine. But Craig not being here anymore, you know, it it doesn't hurt anybody. Say, yeah, you know what? Maybe I would have thought about that differently because, well, he said that about the Rojas experience. He would have definitely changed what he did with Rojas. And if you don't remember... NLCS Game 7, bottom four, bases were loaded. And Rojas goes down, swinging at a couple pitches, 0-2, and he's swinging at a pitch that's way off the plate to strike out in a very non-competitive at-bat. And your team is built off of what? Offense, raking, destroying the baseball. You cannot go down game seven, season on the line, in the fourth inning, bases loaded with the dude who we're questioning if he can even sniff the major league level this year. We hope he can blossom into that, but we have no idea if he's even on the real roster as a legitimate option. And that's what you ended the season going with, even if, because let's play the other side for a second. Let's say you did pull Rojas, you didn't get a hit in that scenario, so the inning still ends, and then one of your best defenders is no longer in the game, I have to take that calculated risk. Yeah, there's a risk in any decision you make. No matter what decision is made, you can find some negative things about it, but then I'll just throw, well, what if he hits a double and knocks in a couple runs, and then you win game seven, and you're advancing to play a great Texas team, which would have been an electric World Series, and that roster last year for the Phillies absolutely could have held their own, if not actually win it all. So that that's it right there. That could have been another key spot. And Rob was very open and honest, saying maybe the Rojas one we could change. But, man, did I love that Craig one because I believe in him. It's just a very interesting view right now with the manager. There is frustration with this fan base, with Rob, whether it's his demeanor. They don't like how even keel he is. And I got no problem with it. It obviously relates to the clubhouse, and that's way more important than how it relates to me. And it's a long season. It's a journey. It's a grind. It's 162, and that clubhouse has so much respect for Rob. 
I do like him, and I think that he's excellent, and he waited a long time for this gig. He was going to step away from the game, being behind Joe Girardi, all that stuff. He gets the opportunity, and they really flourish when everything starts to click, and that does go to the credit of Rob Thompson. But it, I'm just curious out there with the fans, where do you stand? 215-592-9494. Are, are, are you in belief of Rob Thompson? When you compare Rob to Nick Sirianni, which one do you have more faith in? Believe it or not, there are Nick Sirianni supporters out there, and I would love to hear from everybody. There's no wrong answer. I just want to have a, a good old talk, a good debate, see where you stand. 215-592-9494. Ben, what's up, dude? Can't wait to work together again. Hello. Always fun. What, what what do you think about this little opening monologue here? Um, Yeah, I, I, I have way more faith in Thompson. It's not close. I mean, I, I didn't love hearing him defend the Kimbrell thing. I think everybody agrees it was a mistake. But, I mean, just focusing on that, I think, is forgetting the body of work. He took over a, a dead team and has brought the Phillies their best stretch of winning in the last 15 years. I think he's one of the best managers in baseball. You're comparing that to a football coach who almost got fired. I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close either, but there are people who really don't like the way that Rob handles his business, even if it's a 2% of his decision-making. He could do great at 98% of the things throughout the season, throughout the wild card round, and even maybe throughout the NLDS with the Braves, but the moment the lights get big, the moment you need to either keep in Zach Wheeler like we saw against Houston, or excuse me, no, he didn't keep in Zach Wheeler. He pulls him for Alvarado, then Jordan Alvarez hits a big bomb. That that matters. Those 2% of the big stage decisions absolutely matter, and I think it has to be weighed differently, and it's at least a conversation. I do believe this Rob frustration's real. Trust me, I see it all over the social media. Can't believe he's putting Schwarber in there. A lot of it stems from the lineup, which fascinates me because, well, Kyle Schwarber is electric leading off. They consistently make deep playoff runs with Kyle Schwarber leading off, so you just have to accept it instead of fighting it, and there's plenty of other things to get angry about in life than Kyle Kyle Schwarber leading off. You agree with that? Oh, of course. Well, he's going to be leading off. <laughs> he should be. Howard tried. Howard's trying to fight the people's fight. I love it, though. It is funny. I disagree with Howard, but I do love and appreciate the way that he's going to every single person in that clubhouse. He's sitting there, Trey Turner, he's asking Schwarbs, he's giving Rob his lineup. I, I, I respect the grind and the hustle, no doubt about right, it. That's what we call angling. <laughs> Yet if, if, if you give it a week and Schwarber doesn't hit a home run, then it comes out even harder. That's the best. Like, I, I, at least they're interesting, right? Five years ago, this didn't exist because the team was nothing. And now under Thompson, they've become, I would argue, the face of the National League and, like, the, the best team in the NL. Oh, no doubt. They this are, is what comes with it. They are definitely a scary squad. And when teams look at the NL East, the crazy part of this all is you will see an Atlanta Braves team win the division year in and year out. But I wonder if you're in the NL, we do this with football all the time, right? If you're in the NFC, who do you have to look out for? Well, the Dallas Cowboys don't scare me. Does Jared Goff and the Lions scare me? Not really. Um, the San Francisco 49ers are consistently fighting towards the end, but there's no one that's like, whoa, hold on a second. They're juggernaut. 
juggernauts. And I do believe that the Phillies and the way Citizens Bank Park gets rocking in October, it's a scary sight to see regardless of the division win or not, which is just sort of an outlier. Normally it's, hey, the Braves are sick. The Braves are going to be great this year. Ronald Acuna, they pick up Chris Sale. I have no idea what he's going to be, but they're an automatic 98-99, 100-plus win team. Yet the Phillies are probably more feared than the Braves are. I don't know. Maybe this year with the Dodgers, things might change because of how much additions they put in to their roster and, and getting Shohei and Yamamoto. Maybe it just blows it out of the water this year. But normally speaking, even though the Dodgers are consistently also winning a very tough division in the NL West, it comes back to the Phillies being one of the most premier teams in the NL. And it's just an interesting perspective because I don't even know if they're going to win the division this year. They're just a get-in-and-get-hot squad, and I normally despise that when thinking of my viewing experience over the entire season because I want to demand to win the division. I want excellence. I want to set up my rotation while other teams are competing in the first round. Regardless on how the last few years of this new playoff format went, it doesn't bother me if I have time off to rest. I'm not worried about, well, the timing's getting screwed up. I don't care. I want rest. Rest is always good. That's always a solid reward compared to, you know, utilizing a Zach Wheeler, an Aaron Nola, and a Ranger Suarez in a three-game playoff series and then starting the NLDS with a different pitcher instead of Zach Wheeler. I think that's absolutely crazy for sure. But the interesting part of the entire lineup is when I went back and looked at World Series Game 6 and the decision made by Rob to take out Zach Wheeler, and when I even looked at NLCS Game 4, well, Kyle Schwarber in a 0-0 game, it was scoreless through five innings, in the leadoff spot in that inning, in the sixth, he led off the inning and he was the leadoff guy. Bang, puts the Phillies on board. NLCS, what's that? It's 2 nothing. Bang, top four, leading off the inning as the leadoff guy cuts the lead in half. The amount of times you study what Kyle Schwarber has done, his excellence is amazing. And it baffles me that we really do try and rip this thing apart like it doesn't work. The best call I get all day long. Whenever I'm on the air Whenever we do these shows, and hey, have at it, 215-592-9494 is, we will never win with this because Kyle Schwarber's too slow, or Kyle Schwarber running around the bases clogged things up. Just not the truth, and, and may, maybe it happens once in a while. I say it's not the truth, meaning you're making it seem like this team is being held back because of once in a while that happens where you're not factoring in all the greatness that occurs due to Kyle Schwarber being so strong in his job. Yeah, maybe that does hurt you with one or two runs once in a blue moon. But then factor in the solo shots to start a game and then bang, right off the rip, you're you're already up one nothing. It's demoralizing to the other team. They have to fight back right from the beginning of the game. They're first at bat. They're up. To, to the dish, and they're already down one nothing. There's so much more value. Everything's going to have negatives with it. No matter what you do in life, there will be something that you can scrutinize and say, well, this could go wrong. But what you have to do is counter that with what can go right. And you're just leaving out all the greatness that can go right with Kyle Schwarber. So, you know, the Kyle Schwarber thing always fascinates us with this team. And it ties together with Rob Thompson, the manager, and the trust. And I I do believe deep down that he has the power to make his own lineups. In today's era of baseball, it does happen a lot where the president of baseball ops or the GM or the ownership group, they have 
have the analytical staff essentially send down on a piece of paper what the manager is going to walk out to the umpire, and they are pretty much puppets. We experienced it with Gabe Kapler, unfortunately. It happens all around the league. I don't know if Dave Dombrowski does that exactly with Rob. It seems from the outside looking in that there is more wiggle room with that and Uh, Does that play a role if you feel very similar to me, which is Rob has more freedom? Does that play a role in the way that you study what Rob Thompson does and how he handles his job? I I like Rob. I think Rob has done a tremendous job, and it's so opposite from where we once were. I'm playing both sides here, but I, I do feel very strongly about Rob being a good manager. I just like to lay out all of the data. That's all. I'm putting everything on the table, and then we can sort through it as we get along with our show. And remember, when Joe Girardi was here, there were big signings, and there were huge names that entered this clubhouse. We actually had to hear from Nick Castellanos, who was a massive addition to this roster, say him and Joe Girardi never even spoke. They didn't even communicate. They had zero conversation. How does that even happen? How is that even possible? That's actually almost impossible. It kind of reminds me of something that happened last night during the NBA All-Star game. I know Boston sports were freaking out because apparently Jason Tatum never even met, never even met Larry Bird. How does that even happen? Jason Tatum's been playing in this league for how long? Playing in that city for how long? He never met Larry Bird? Well, how do you have Joe Girardi here and he never even meets and speaks with Nick Castellanos? That blows my mind. Rob will never do that. Part of the area that Rob is very smooth in is his ability to communicate, his ability to show belief in those guys, and it goes a long way Does it become a detriment, though? Does it become what actually hurts you when it's all said and done because he's so stuck in his ways, he's so stubborn with believing in his guys, he's ready to go down and go to war and say, hey, I'm living and dying with Craig Kimbrell because he's our guy no matter what. And can that be, unfortunately, the kryptonite of Rob when you look ahead and look forward? And, you know, and, and you look at Nick Sirianni on the other side. I don't want him to lose any sauce here. He's still part of this conversation. Is there anything that really gives you a bunch of trust in Nick Sirianni moving forward? Or is he more of a, a lost cause, you know? So as we get ready here to take our first break, 215 215- 592-9494. The question is, Rob Thompson, Nick Sirianni, who do you trust more? We have your phone calls coming up. We also have Bryce Harper speaking about an extension possible. An extension? I thought you signed a 13-year deal worth $300-plus million. How many more years do you have on that? Way too many to be talking about an extension, but he was in the in the in the in the media with it, and so was Dave Dombrowski and Scott Boris is always an experience. So a lot on the table. 215-592-9494. Who do you have more trust in? Is it Rob Thompson? Is it Nick Sirianni? As we get started here on the afternoon show, I'm Broads filling in for the crew right here, 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.